Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. Welcome to the Double N Ben Variety Show. How you doing? How are you? How was your week? Did you have fun? Happy Monday. Monday's the best day. You're going into the office today. You're going to see that boss, you know, who you hate, who you are, fantasize about murdering in your sleep, you know? Hey, you got to pay the bill somehow, you know? Those uh, bills and those pay-per-views aren't going to buy themselves, you know what I mean? Your wife wants to go on a nice fancy trip. You want to buy that new car, but you know what the price that you got to pay, right? You might have to work a shitty job, but what you really got to put up with is a bad boss. And you know what the best way to deal with a bad boss? You listen to my voice every Monday. I am the voice of reason. I give you nourishment, calmness, spirituality. So listen to my voice. Kick, kick, kick your fucking feet up. Do what you got to do, you know? Kick back. Relax. I'm having a coffee. It's Monday, baby. How you guys doing? Mm. Uh, I'm doing good. Well, you know, I'll, um, I'll tell you a little personal story. It's Monday. You know, you're on your way to work and you're thinking to yourself, God damn it. Why did I sign up to this life? Why can't I be out in the Bahamas with some wife who's from Thailand making me sandwiches? You know, and I'm drinking margaritas on the fucking beach. Well, Whilst you're fantasizing about that and you're dealing with your own personal struggles, allow me to tell you my own struggle because, you know, we're friends here. We're pals. So, I am trying my best to quit smoking, okay? Smoking is a very addictive habit. It's an addictive habit. Um, It gets you hooked very easily. Nicotine is an absolute bitch that you just can't keep your dirty little paws off of. You know what I mean? Great, there's some dickhead doing construction whilst I'm telling a story. Very rude. Anyway, I hope that doesn't uh, linger on for too much longer. Oh. Quitting smoking. Right. Addiction is weird because you try to you try to quit it, right? And you're always tempting yourself and you're thinking, you know, how do I not fall into the pleasure? You know, whatever it is, whatever your pleasure is, may, maybe, you know, you like smoking or you like drinking or you like betting or you can't stop masturbating or, you know, you can't stop watching uh, V8 sport motor cars or whatever, whatever the fuck it is your addiction is. I, I don't know. Or you're addicted to porn. Listen, everyone's got vices. Nobody's perfect. But the thing is, is that, you know, when you're trying to quit something and there's that urge inside of you, there's, a, there's that little voice inside of your head saying, go for it. Just have one. What's one going to do? You, you, you'll kick it next time, right? That is what it is like with me trying to quit smoking. It is seriously the hardest shit in the world because it's like, you know, you'll be out or something like that. You'll be out on the street or you'll be walking around or you're waiting for someone and you, you, it's like habitually you just reach for your pocket. And then when the smoke isn't there, you're like, fuck, like it's just, you, you, you completely, it's like embedded into your soul, right? You know, that, that, that body movement of reaching for that stimulant is like, it's embedded in your blood, right? It's so hard to kick it. I swear to God, quitting smoking is just like one of the most like difficult things a person can do, all right? I'm trying to kick it myself. It's hard. It ain't easy. I've, re- I've already relapsed, you know? I've already relapsed. Look at this shit. I'm not going to hide it. You know, yeah, for those who are listening, I'm, uh, 
holding up a blueberry vape, you know? It's so fucking hard. Oh, my God. It's like, because, you know, the thing that's, like, driving me to, like, stop smoking is that you look at the money that you pay weekly just for smokes and you accumulate that over a year on a yearly basis. The prices are insane that you pay. And it's like, I could have put that money towards like a charity. I could have put that towards buying a new car. Like it's just crazy, right? And it's just like one of those things where it's just, I swear to God, dude, nicotine, once it has you, it has you. Like it's really, it's really hard to kick, you know? So, you know, I'm doing my best to quit it. So you see, you go through struggles. I go through struggles. It ain't easy. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to update you weekly on how things are going in regards to uh, quitting smoking. And you can uh, watch me uh, slowly lose my mind over this shit. It's entertainment. It's content, you know? Look, we're all addicted to personal struggles, right? I think, like, people really want to see other people go through some, like, deep shit. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, it's something that we really relate to. And it's like, one day I'm going to end up like that fucking person going crazy, right? We're all addicted to it, right? We, it's like we, like, we like controversy and people losing the plot or people getting into trouble. It's like, we want the drama, right? We always say that we want a drama-free life. We don't like gossip, you know? We don't like judging other people. I think that's a load of horseshit. I think that's a load of horseshit. I really do. We want drama, you know? That's why we're always watching, like, you know, shit that goes on in social media, like all this controversy. It's like, we eat it up like a fat kid at a McDonald's eating up a quarter pounder. I swear to God, really. It's like, the thing is, is that when you watch people go through shit, it's the most entertaining piece of content that you can find, right? You're hooked into it. You can't get enough, right? So, as you get to see me lose my mind over trying to quit smoking, you'll have a fun time, you know? Do it for the views, as they say, you know? Alright, now look. we got a fair bit to cover. So, let's, um, let's cut the shit. Let's talk. Okay. There's been a huge media onslaught of Joe Rogan and Spotify, right? Neil Young came out recently. Now, if you're completely unaware of what happened, then like, you know, I'll run you through it quickly. Essentially, Neil Young came out and, you know, he wasn't, he didn't like the idea that his music was on Spotify because Joe Rogan has a deal with Spotify where, you know, Joe Rogan's podcasts exclusively go to Spotify. And Neil Young essentially came out giving Spotify an ultimatum saying it's either me or it's Joe Rogan. And, you know, Spotify caved in and they took away uh, Neil Young's music. And the reason why Neil Young wasn't comfortable with, you know, Joe Rogan's content being on Spotify because he felt like that Joe Rogan was spreading, you know, vaccine misinformation, right? Now, look, okay, here's the thing. I like Joe Rogan. I I like him a lot, okay? I've been a fan of him for a long time. I like what he does. I like what he's about. Do I agree with everything that he says? No. I don't... Like, look, every guest that he even has on, yeah, I'm not a fan of him, but that doesn't mean I don't want to hear them speak and see what they have to say. I don't really look at Joe Rogan as someone who is actively trying to spread misinformation. I think he's just a guy who questions a lot of shit that the media throws at us. You know, I honestly think that, like, yeah, sure, you might not like him, You might not be a fan of him. You might not really, 
like what he has to say, but I feel like you fucking need people like Joe Rogan, okay? And the reason I say that you need people like Joe Rogan is that is because like he is a genuinely curious individual who will have a variety of different guests on and he will question them. He will talk to them. He will start a conversation. Now look, you might not agree with the conversations that he might be having, but I feel like they're important conversations to have. And it's like, look, what's the alternative? Are we just going to like censor and take away everyone's right to speak who, you know, says certain things that are against the, 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 the interest of like the mainstream media or whatever? I honestly feel like you need guys like Joe Rogan. Like, yeah, okay, sure. Some of the stuff that he might be talking about in regards to COVID and vaccines, like, Okay, it might not be accurate. It might not be on point. He might be saying things that are, you know, worth criticizing. But it's like, it doesn't mean you shouldn't have the conversation, okay? I feel like this, the, the, like, I, it's crazy to me because, like, Neil Young's a fucking hippie. And now he's coming out saying, you know, you take Joe Rogan off or I'm going. And it's like, aren't you, like, part of a movement where literally you were against censorship and like you know you wanted people to be rocking in the free world now look i love neil young i love his music right but the thing is is that like i think this idea of like giving an ultimatum to spotify like it, it it's i honestly think it starts like this dangerous precedent because then it, the, the alternative that people start suggesting is like well listen to cnn Listen to Fox News. Listen to mainstream outlets. It's like, listen, the reason why the internet exists and the reason why Joe Rogan got so big in the first place is because he wasn't like those mainstream companies. He had a gen genuine curiosity about things. And it doesn't mean, look, he's a fucking podcaster, okay? He's going to be having conversations. He's going to say things where he's going to get things wrong. Now, look, again, some of the stuff that's, that he's been saying recently, yeah, I don't agree with it, but that doesn't mean I don't want to listen to the conversation that he's having. I think it's worth having the conversation with, the, you know, people that you may or may not disagree with. I think it's important. It's like, why can't people honestly look and listen to the people that they want to listen to? Why does it have to be such a select few people? Like, look, at the end of the day, it's, look, I highly recommend getting the vaccine. Please get it. You know, you know my position on this shit, you know, but at, at, the, at the end of the day, there are just going to be those people in the world that it's like, no matter what you throw at them, no matter what you say, no matter what evidence you give them, they're never going to cave in. Like, they're never going to, like, you know, accept that they're wrong, okay? So it's like, you can take away whatever platform that you want to take away. You can you can censor someone's voice as much as you want to, but at the end of the day, people's minds just won't change. And, you know, Neil Young... And all these artists, other artists have been coming out saying, now I'm going to remove my stuff. Now I'm going to re remove my content. Now I'm going to re remove my music. And it's like, I don't even know who half these fucking people are. Like Jody Mitchell. Who the, like, who is Jody Mitchell? Who? I, 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 I don't know who Jody Mitchell is. I don't even know a song of her. I honestly could not name a song of hers off the top of my head. I don't even know what her music sounds like. I have no idea. All right, but again, it's like the the point isn't like who or who isn't Jody Mitchell. The point is that like you're getting all these artists to like start this new movement where it's gonna have consequences, and you're going down this slippery slope again. Like 
if you're gonna get like health advice, medical advice, sure, listen to different people, but at the end of the day, you should always take the advice of your doctor or, or a medical professional. You know, you don't listen to a podcaster who, you know, is also a UFC commentator comedian, right? You don't listen to me, you don't listen to Joe Rogan. Like, it's that simple. But as much as I'm saying that, I like what Joe Rogan has to... The reason I like Joe Rogan is because he's willing to have those conversations. Sure, he might not be spot on those conversations. He might get things wrong, but I want to hear those conversations. I think they're worth having. Even if, the, if you know, what he's saying isn't... You know, something comes out and ends up not being true. Like, look, people say things on, on podcasts where they'll say something and it, you know, it turns out being completely inaccurate later on. Like, it happens. It, ha- it fucking happens. And I felt like Joe Rogan had the classiest response in the world where he's like, look, I'm going to do my best to do better, you know. I'm sorry about, you know, all this controversy. Um, I, I don't want Neil Young to be, you know, in this position. But look, this is just what I do. I talk to people and I'm sorry if it sets off, it sets people in the wrong way. Like, you know, it's that's not my intention. And like, it's so genuine and it's so real that you, at the end of the day, it's so much more... It's just so much more better and digestible than sh- the shit that you'd hear on CNN or MSNBC or The Project. Because, like, Joe Rogan's a genuine dude who, who is curious and he wants to know more. And, like, again, I don't agree with all of his positions, but that doesn't mean, I, I, I you know, I think that, like, you know, Neil Young, some fucking old hippie from, like, the 60s who, you know, is definitely not worth $2 billion. Like, all this all this shit's been coming out saying, like, you know, ever since Neil Young walked away, you know, oh, Spotify lost $2 billion in market value, and, you know, oh, their, their, their shares dropped. It's like, listen, Neil Young's a well-known artist, but he ain't that fucking famous and powerful for Spotify to lose that much money, Okay. The, the market shit at the moment, the stock market's terrible. It's like Neil Young does not have the power to, to, to make Spotify go under, okay? Listen, I like rocking in the free world, but rocking in the free world ain't so great to a point where it's going to, you know, put Spotify out of business. Do you know what I'm saying? It just ain't going to happen, okay? Look, I feel like, you know... This I Neil Young came out after he, you know, did this whole ultimatum shit. He came out and he's like, I don't want to censor Joe Rogan. It's like, yeah, but, you know, you might say something, but your actions, you know, say other things. You know what I mean? You're saying one thing, but you're doing it another thing, all right? You're setting up this path of censorship, okay? It's like, look, again, like, Joe Rogan is allowed to have these conversations. These conversations are worth having with people who you may or may not agree with. It doesn't matter. I feel like you've got to have these conversations, and at the end of the day, like, sure, he's not going to get everything right. Sure, the things that are going to be said on that podcast are going to be wrong. And he admits that. He says, listen, I'm not a fucking guy that you should come to about vaccines, but I'm still going to have the conversation, because as he should, why can't he talk about this shit? I like Joe Rogan, and I think he's in a, I think he's a very important figure within the media. Okay? Again, I understand that you might not agree with what he has to say, but it's like this idea which we've gotten so comfortable with of like, let's just kick this person off that platform. Let's just, you know, take away that person's right to speak. It's like, look, no one really gave a shit 
when, you know, Neil Young made this announcement, and everyone's like, yeah, am I going to listen to, um, uh, uh, what other songs does Neil Young, Neil Young do? Now, now I'm even forgetting his music. What does he do? Um, Down by the River. How am I going to listen to Down by the River where I'm driving on the road to the snowy mountains? Oh, no. Like, Neil Young gave away his, like, music streaming rights to fucking Amazon. You want to fight the power? You want to be rocking in the free world and you're going to give your music rights to fucking Amazon? Neil Young has an investment deal with a pharmaceutical company. Let's look this shit up. So, you know, people don't say, oh, it's misinformation. Now you're spreading misinformation. Let's look this shit up. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right? He has, he, he, he has an investment deal with fucking a far, with a goddamn pharma company. I forget the pharma company. I'm trying to look this up. See, I don't set this up before, you know, the goddamn podcast starts. He got, look, he made an investment deal with a former Pfizer CEO. I just feel like, look, do whatever you want with your money. I'm not going to tell him what to do, but it's like, look, you can't say you're rocking in the free world and then, you know, you sell your music to fucking Amazon, a company where they literally treat their workers like absolute shit. They treat them like it's, it's the goddamn gulag in the Soviet Union. And, you know, they make their workers piss and shit in bottles when they're out there delivering goddamn Amazon packages to a bunch of housewives who just want to read, you know, eat, pray, love. You're going to give your music to those people? Jeff Bezos, a guy who's worth billions and billions of dollars and he doesn't even pay taxes or even pay, pays his fucking workers properly? At the end of the day, it's not about ideology. It's about being owned by someone else, okay? Neil Young has investments with a big company. Joe Rogan has a big investment with Spotify, okay? It's all about money. Ideology is bullshit. Money talks, okay? That's what this is about. You know what I mean? That's what this is about, okay? I don't understand how everyone thinks this is about ideology. It's not. It's not. It's not about ideology. It's about money, all right? Look, I think Joe Rogan's an important figure and I don't want him to be kicked off of Spotify or anywhere else. I, I, I love his platform because he's having genuine, legitimate conversations. He's not going to have those... Those conversations aren't always going to be accurate. He's not always going to get everything right. But I still feel like they're worthy conversations to have. It does not mean they are free of criticism, okay? I feel like, you know, Joe Rogan is a guy that we need because he is someone that is willing to have conversations with people who, you know, they can't really go, I mean, they'll go to like Fox News or CNN, but it's so fucking scripted and they're given a brief on what they can and can't say. Joe Rogan's a genuine guy, all right? He's important and we need him. So, you know, this idea that we got to like, you know, censor people that we don't agree with, I think it's, I think that's just a load of horse shit, okay? I like him, okay? And I'm not saying you have to be a fan of him, but this idea that we got to take you know, it's, it's this idea of like, it's me or him. It's just like, are we really doing this? You know, look, Neil Young's a great artist, but like, dude, come on. You're going to give it to Amazon? Amazon? It's ridiculous to me. I don't get it. Now, let's talk about...
Marcus Paul in the morning. All right. If you don't know who Marcus Paul is, Marcus Paul's a great radio host who has his own show in the morning called Marcus Paul in the morning on 2SM Sydney. Okay. Um, and unfortunately, he was uh, let go. Now, I'll read you out what he has to say. All right. This is important. Today, I was informed by the Super Radio Network that Marcus Paul in the Morning would no longer be aired on 2SM City and the network. While this is disappointing, I am devastated to lose the position. I would like to thank the network for the opportunity to fulfill my dream of hosting a primetime breakfast show in my home city. I am also humbled by the fact that I was able to fill in for John Laws on numerous occasions. The most satisfying being during his extended leave before I took on my own breakfast full time, where I increased his share in Newcastle by 3.5% and moved his show into two in number two of the market. Sorry. Um, in the just under two years on 2SM Breakfast, I managed to almost triple the audience and amass a strong, loyal, and responsive following on social media. Whilst I feel the axing of the program is unfair, I will accept it with just this one further comment. While I accept responsibility for a recent offensive segment, even though it was approved by a part-time producer, I am disappointed that unlike other broadcasters in the network, I have not been supported nor allowed on air to redeem the mistake. In order to prevent re- sorry, in order to prevent lapses in editorial comment and to ensure programming complies with relevant codes, a program such as mine requires support in the form of an experienced producer or team. There should also sorry, there should also be a program executive in whom a broadcaster can seek advice, guidance, and support. This is my opinion. This, in my opinion, is crucial for any professional commercial radio station. Sadly, this has been absent from 2SM despite my asking for help on numerous occasions over the past year as my program grew. Marcus Paul. Now, I don't really understand why he got kicked off. Um, you know, what was the offensive comment? What did he do? Um, what did he do? Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Petition. What did he do? I don't understand what he did that was so bad that got him kicked off the air. You know, hang on. Okay, look, I don't really know why he got, uh, you know, let go off his program. But, Marcus Paul's a great radio host, okay? He's fantastic, and again, the reason I like him is because, you know, he's got this nuanced way of approaching different figures in the political landscape in Australia, okay? He's willing to talk to Albo, he's willing to talk to ScoMo, he's willing to talk to different liberal uh, MPs, he's willing to talk to Pauline Hanson, like, again, these are people that you fucking need, okay? This idea of like, no, you need to keep it one way, you can't go the other. It's like, it's such bullshit because it just shows that in this like fucking like insane batshit world that we're living in, it's like you can't have a nuanced, balanced approach anymore, okay? You gotta go one side or the other. There's no balance, right? You can't be in the middle. It's like, 
look, as like I'm sure that like you know Marcus Paul probably got things wrong, and look, I have no doubt that you know. Marcus definitely was a guy who had certain leanings towards certain political affiliations. But the thing is, is that at least the guy was willing to chat with people that some of us did or didn't agree with. I don't understand why he has to get kicked off. Alan fucking Jones was a guy who could literally incite a race riot from the tip of his tongue. And that dude stayed on the air for like over, what, 20 fucking years? It was a long time. What did Marcus Paul do? You know, I don't understand what he did to get kicked off. Look, the thing is, is that I just hate this idea where it's like, that person needs to go, that person needs to go, that person needs to go. It's like, why the fuck can't people choose what they want to listen to? I don't know why it has to be you either listen to this, or this, or this, or this. At the end of the day, it's all a part of the propaganda machine, it's a, and it's a bunch of just grade-A horseshit. It's a bunch of grade-A grade corporatized horseshit that is being shoved down everyone's throats, and anyone who doesn't, you know, fall in line gets their ass kicked to the curb. It's a bunch of bullshit. I want to see Marcus Paul interview Pauline Hanson, all right? And listen, when you get bigger, people are going to try to take you down. And the fact that the network caved in to, you know, whoever the fuck was trying to get him kicked off, I think that's a load of horseshit. And Marcus Paul should definitely go be, you know, should go and do his own thing. Listen, he's a guy that is a very entertaining, informed person to listen to, all right? The guy, the fact that he was able to increase John Law's position in Newcastle and get him on those rankings, Marcus Paul's clearly great at his job. I don't understand why people are going to kick him off. I don't get it. I don't understand, okay? I don't know what he did. This is why I'm, I, I'm, I'm giving you these vague talking points because, again, I, I literally don't know what he did, but it's like, listen, dude, Ben Fordham, for fuck's sake. How's that guy still got a job? Why haven't you kicked him off? Ben Fordham's a pussy. He, he's too much of a little bitch. To, you know, he's trying to take Alan Jones's job and, and be the 2GB radio host, but he's too much of a little bitch to start a race right from the tip of his tongue because he can't relate to the working class or any other class, all right? Alan Jones could relate to anyone and everyone, even though he was a huge piece of shit. Alan Jones had that power, even though... You know, I, I'm sure he had malicious intent, but the thing is, is that these two motherfuckers, for example, get to keep their jobs. They get to keep their jobs, but Marcus Paul, nah, he's got to go. For what reason? Still, I don't know, but, you know, it's just absolute horseshit. I'm going to try and Google this real quick. Surely there's a reason why he got kicked off. I'm just, I'm getting sick of talking at vague talking points. Uh, okay, here we go, here we go. Um, uh, here we go. Who's Ch Charlie's mutton loss? Okay, a Sydney radio broadcaster is devastated after being fired for asking listeners to answer a trivial question about alleged murder victim Charlie's mutton last month. I hope I'm getting her name right. Uh, I don't want to get kicked off the air. Uh, Marcus Paul was blasted for asking listeners on his breakfast radio segment with 2SM to name the suburb where the nine-year-old girl went missing. Police have charged Mutton's stepfather, Justine Stein, with her murder after she went missing in the Blue Mountains. 
Her remains were found in a barrel dumped on the banks of the Kola River after a five-day search. The beautiful young girl who was allegedly tragically murdered this week, Charlize Martin, went to school in which New South Wales suburb? Poor asked a listener. Can't remember the name. Do you want to have a guess? Time's ticking. Uh, that's a bit fucking weird, but hey, you know, you can't give them the easy questions. Am I right? Uh, give us a call if you happen to have an answer to that question. <laughs> if you get it correct, you get the goodies. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, Marcus, holy shit. After a number of guesses from other listeners, one caller answered the question correctly. Mate, thank you for playing and well done to you. Oh, my God. Alright, that's a bit fucked up, but I don't think he needs to get kicked off. <laughs> Fucking Marcus Paul. Oh my god. I really shouldn't be laughing at this, but I don't know. I, I, Jesus. I shouldn't... I, that's a bad thing to laugh at, but I'm laughing at how fucking crazy it is to ask that. Um, Hang on. Okay. On Friday, Paul admitted he shouldn't have included the question in the quiz. Uh, well, I did ask what school she went to, but you've got to remember the quiz is about the day's news and the question specifically related to the vigil for her was held. Maybe in hindsight, I shouldn't have included the question, and yeah, lesson learned from me. I just wanted to clear that up. And 2SM let him go. Uh, you told him I'm devastated. Uh, there's no excuse. It's insensitive. Uh, he's commented he needs to take a good look at himself. We lost Daniel. Yeah, um, it's horrible. Okay. Look, okay, look, okay. Here's the thing. Shut up, Barnaby. I don't want to hear your fucking voice. Anyway, look. That is a bit of a fucking insane thing to ask. But I get it in the context where he's like, look, it was the weekly news. I was just trying to make sure people were keeping up with the news. It was a, you know, it was the wrong thing to ask. It was insensitive. He knows what he did was wrong. Like, yeah, it's a bit fucking crazy to ask that. You know, I, I think it's a, a kind of outrageous, hence why I was kind of being like... I mean, you know, fuck. What are you going to do pop quizzes on next? The fucking Holocaust? I mean, Jesus. Look, the thing is, is that... Okay, he shouldn't have asked that question. It was dumb to ask it. Yeah, okay, it's a bit insane. But, like, look, the guy's going to get... He's going to make mistakes. Look, I have made... Listen, I this podcast is in its baby stages, but I know I've said some crazy ridiculous shit on here i just do it to be funny but look there are going to be moments within your broadcasting career or wherever like if you're in a public space you're gonna say shit over time which you're gonna look back and be like fuck i wish i didn't say that why did i do that that was a really stupid thing to do it's just gonna happen and this idea that he needs to lose his job it's like dude Alan Jones was essentially advocating for domestic violence against Jacinda Ardern. And that guy kept, you know, talking all those golden age fucking geriatrics every morning. You know, he kept his job. Why is Marcus Paul going to lose him, lose his job? Look, it was a crazy question to ask, but it's like, uh, overall, the guy's got a good track record. Yeah, he shouldn't have asked that question, but you know, what are you going to do? Alright, he, he admitted his mistake and this idea that like, oh, well now he needs to go. Everyone needs to go. It's like, if you fuck up once or you go into a territory where you're not allowed, you're gone. It's like, listen, again, I understand that there are going to be controversial moments, but it's like, is this what's going to happen every time? 
one guy's going to make a mistake or he's going to have a conversation that's a little bit uncomfortable and he just needs to go like that. It's ridiculous. It's insane. Like, look, Marcus Paul is like, he's so essential because he's got such a, a loyal following that like, he, you know, the fact that he was working with friendly Geordies and like, you know, Marcus Paul took influence from him and changed the way he was communicating about Australian politics. That was super important. And now that's gone. Yeah, look, Marcus Paul asked a stupid question, but it's like, who cares? Like, yeah, it was dumb, but I, I, I've asked, I've done plenty of dumb shit. I've said plenty of dumb shit, but it's like, look, we all do it, and he knows what he did was wrong. You know, he asked the question, then afterwards, like, yeah, okay, I shouldn't have asked that. That was insensitive. I'm sorry. But it's like, look, he knows what he did was wrong, but it's like, d does that warrant this, this right for him to just, you know, lose his show? The guy's a powerhouse. And he was, I really liked what Marcus Paul had to say. And like, even when Friendly Geordies called him out, he, Marcus Paul handled it like a champ. And now he's going to go because, yeah, he, it was a dumb quiz, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, it was a stupid question, but Marcus Paul is not a malicious, um, insensitive person. It was a dumb question, whatever. It was stupid. Yeah, he shouldn't have asked it. All right, we've cleared this up. Yeah, he... So, you know, everyone's like, he needs to take a good hard look at himself. He has to, he knows what he did was wrong. So what, he's just got to go like that? It's ridiculous. It's insane. I hope Marcus Paul finds a different avenue to, uh, you know, do his show. Because I think he's a very important figure to, you know, have in the broadcasting uh, sphere within Australia. You know? I just don't understand it. Anyway, I hope he comes back. Sign the petition. Link's below for you to sign that. I'm going to go get some water. Before we move on to the next segment, which is the questions, and I'll be back. All right, give me two secs. Alrighty. Let's get into it. Remember, questions, send them. Don't make me fucking ask again. Right. Don't make me ask. Now, let's do it. Questions. You know the, you know the email. Send them, send them, send them, send them. Send your goddamn questions. All right. Okay. Okie dokie. Uh, my 28-year-old fiancé... Uh, sorry, I'm 28 years old and my fiancé is 25. Gave her number out to a work colleague who admitted he liked her. Oh, God. Oh, lordy lord. Uh, this is gonna be... Uh, yeah, this is gonna go down well and uh, yeah, definitely not a fucking red flag here. My fiancé currently works with somebody who is actively... Sorry, <laughs> See, I can't even read, you know? I'm going to have to start going back to reading Cat in the Hat because I can't even read a goddamn question. Uh, my fiancé currently works with somebody who actively came forward to her after only working with her for a couple of months uh, that he really liked her and found her attractive. He asked for her number off the back of mentioning it again to her and she gave it to him. Yeah, you need to fucking, this, this fucking fiance, yeah, get that ring back and take it to the jeweler, alright, get your money back, she ain't it, done, over, but I'll continue reading, because I gotta fill up time, I found all this out, because one night, as we uh, were sat watching TV, her phone rang around 8pm, which was kinda late, and it was this guy, who the fuck is calling her at 8pm, for what? Oh, uh, hey, uh, Samantha, I just really need to know, uh, you know, how those reports went. 
I know it's 8pm and we're outside of our office hours, but I'm just really passionate about my job. And uh, also, what up color panties are you wearing? Ugh. She didn't actually get his number. So this was just an unknown number that she picked up. And she obviously recognized his voice as she quickly ended the call after a hello with, I am with my boyfriend. When I asked who it was, she mumbled and started her way around it and eventually came out with, just some guy I work with. What the fuck? I was fine with this, but I asked her why she was so weird about the call and how it came to be he had a number. Uh, it's not me saying that. That's just me reading it. Uh, she claimed that her friend at work had given it out to him as he had asked her, her for her friend for it. Hang on, I'm going to read that again. She claimed that her friend at work had given it to him as he had asked her friend for it. Yeah, that's bullshit. Uh, I left it at that, but it just didn't sit... Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hang on, I'm getting a phone call. All right, we're back. Sorry, I had to take a quick call. Um, you know. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. Someone's having a midlife crisis. I love this shit. All right, so. Okay, I'll read this out the last part again. I left it at that. Okay, so by this point, someone at her work. Okay, so this guy's fiance. Someone at her work uh, came up to her and said, Hey, you're really hot. Uh, you know, can I have your number? And then she gave it to him. And then one night when the boyfriend and fiance was sitting down watching a nice episode of Friends, as they always do. Oh, well, Ross and Rachel get back together. Um, the fucking uh, guy from work calls her and just like, Ah, oh, hi, you doing at 8pm? Oh, you calling me about the uh, office reports at 8pm? I didn't know you were so passionate about my job. Yeah, I am wearing red-coloured panties. Um, so that shit happened. She didn't actually say that. I'm just, you know, I'm being facetious. I'm just, uh, this is what I imagined went down, probably didn't, anyway, um, you know, she quickly hangs up the phone, and he's like, who the fuck was that, and she's like, oh, just mumbles, stuttering, and then, you know, says, oh, it's just some guy I work with, um, you know, and he was, you know, he, just, he was like, why are you being so weird about it, you know, oh, and then she says, some friend at work gave, uh, him the number, gave him her number, anyway, so this is the last paragraph, I left it at that, but it just didn't sit right with me, so, a few days later, I asked which friend from work it was, and she couldn't answer and asked me to forget about it. What the fuck? I got a bit paranoid about it, maybe pushed on a bit, sorry, pushed on it a bit too much, but it was getting to me. Yeah. How would it not? She eventually told me the above and told me she has cut ties with him, but said nothing has been going on. She just gave her number out and that was it. How do I move past this? It still feels like something isn't right. All right. Uh, yeah, buddy, listen. Uh, if your fiance is doing something like this and she's acting this way and you don't feel right about it, listen to your gut. Buddy, I don't care how good she is in bed. I don't care how well she is, you know, how good of a blowjob she can give you. All right. I don't care how many days a week she'll work out at F45. Uh, it doesn't matter how good she is at cooking or whatever the fuck it is she does. I don't care how good she makes your tea. This girl ain't... This ain't the mother of your kids, all right? She... This, the fact that she's not being honest and she's, you know, behaving this way and being like, it's just someone who I work with and she's dodging it in this way, it's completely... Uh, 
Like, this is not the person who you should end up with, all right? Any partner that you're with and they're getting text messages or phone calls from a guy at work at 8 p.m., what the f- what, what reasons he calling her for at that time? Oh, I just really, um, I, I just really care that we, um, you, you know, get our bonuses this month. I just want to make sure that, uh, yeah, the company does well and, um, she gets a bonus. What? Because if I get her the bonus, maybe I'll get a bonus of getting my dick sucked. Yeah. See you later. This girl ain't it, buddy. All right? She's not being honest with you. She's hiding something. Uh, you know what? This is going to be ringing on your mind. And, um, yeah. The fact that she got caught, that's why she's acting all weird about it. But if she was honest and real with you, then, hey, guess what? Guess what would happen? She would have said to this guy, no, sorry, I'm with, I'm with someone. Thank you. Bye. Please don't do that again. Or if the guy even called her, she'd be like, um, hi, please don't call me outside of work hours. But the fact she's like, hey, hi, how are you? And then you had to ask her, oh, hey, who the fuck was that? And she's like, hey, did the guy work? I don't know. And being all weird about it? Yeah. She ain't it. All right? Because if you didn't catch her, then the next thing you know, some co-worker's going to find them both plowing each other in the fucking printing room. All right? She ain't it, dude. Get the ring back. Walk away. Or she can keep it. I don't know. Alright. Um, and she's going to be thinking about someone. And that someone ain't you. She's going to be thinking about this guy. Alright. And she's going to make all the excuses in the world. Alright. And the fact that you don't feel right about it. Uh, that's probably indicating that you should get out. Your gut is right. Okay. Whenever you're with someone. And you're getting serious. If your gut is telling you this ain't right or something's off about this person, listen to your gut. Walk away. Trust me. I know you might like this person. I know you might want to be with them. and oh, It's all nice. It's all fun. I'm telling you right now, your gut is indicating that something bad is going to happen. It's coming. All right? It's coming down the line. And you got to make sure you pull out while you can. All right? I'm telling you, dude. She ain't it. Alright, the, the trust is over, okay? The fact that she's making up, she's like, well, my friend gave it to him. No, that's bullshit. That's, that's, that's complete horseshit. Why would a co-worker, and what kind of friend would give out her other friend's number to some fucking guy who, like, you know, clearly has the wrong intentions? That's a good friend to have. Yeah, just give out your number to some fucking Randy who wants to sleep with you. Yeah. What a top friend. That's someone who's definitely got your back. Nah, dude, it's a, this is a shit show, alright? This is a mess that she can't clean up, and you gotta walk away, okay? I'm telling you right now, go, go. Be free, young man. There's someone else out there waiting for you, alright? And this girl ain't it. You know what to do, alright? Walk. Okay. Um, I found out that my boyfriend isn't attracted to me because of my fingers and lips and has been making fun of me. Behind my back. Oh, that's not nice. I'm 19 years old and I have a multitude of issues, mostly mental. I can possibly pick my fingers and lips. My fingers are a permanent pink color and they're scarred and my lips are almost always red and bloody. I have periods where I don't pick, but it's entirely dependent on my mental health. Because my lips hurt almost all the time, I usually pick them up until they're raw and bleeding. I don't like to kiss. 
It also hurts to do certain sex acts as my lips start to bleed. Jesus Christ. Oh, fucking hell. Well, that sucks. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. That's awful. Um, I have also fucked up the grip strength in my left hand. And every couple of months, my hand slash hands, plural, will be out of commission because I picked it so much. I recognize it's an issue and I'm working on it. I was very open about it when I first met my boyfriend who I've been dating for nearly two years and he's always been good with it. I recently found out that he's been complaining about it to his buddies over text, complaining that it's disgusting. He said, I look like a corpse with my lips and said for my birthday, he's thinking of buying an industrial sized tub of Vaseline. Oh, well, fuck him. Nah, this ain't your guy. Han, this ain't your guy, alright? Nah, nah, he, he, he doesn't have your back, alright? This ain't it. Uh, I'm devastated. I understand that he has no obligation to be with me or put up with me, mental illnesses or not, but I cannot understand why he'd stay with me if he found me so repulsive. Is there anything left for us to salvage from the relationship or is it over? Um, look. Yeah, this guy doesn't have your back. Alright, the fact that he's, you know, saying this behind your back and then to you, he's like, it's okay, sweetheart, I love you. Um, yeah, this guy in it. This guy does not have your back. Um, you know, you, you seem like such a nice, sweet girl. And this guy's being such a dickhead about this and you're so open and you're so lovely. And the fact that you're even saying, look, he doesn't even have an obligation to put up with me, you know, mental illnesses or not. You know, it's it's just it just shows what a good, open-minded person that you are. All right, this guy does not deserve you. Okay, and what you're going through with you know your mental health and the physical health that you're going through right now, um, yeah, drop this dude. All right, he's not being good to you. All right, he does not care about you. All right, and if he did, he'd be going about it. With, uh, he'd be saying to his baby, you know, saying different things to his buddies. All right, if you're fucking guy or girl. He's talking shit about you to her friends. And then she's just like, oh my god, I love you. Or to the, you know, you, the guy's just like, oh, bro, she's such a bitch. Oh my god, baby, I love you. Like, no, fuck that. No, 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 no. He doesn't deserve you. All right? He doesn't deserve you. Um, I, I think you need to maybe go and deal with this. I think you need to be single for a while maybe work on yourself and maybe work on what you're going through. You're 19 years old. You're so young. Go go figure out who you are. Go on a journey. Go figure out what you're about. It's okay. He ain't it, all right? There's someone else out there, but that time will come when it's right, all right? Go work on this. Go work on yourself. Go talk to someone who's a professional. Um, yeah, this guy doesn't have your back. He doesn't care about you, all right? He's around you because it's comfortable. The fact that he's been with you for two years, you know, and now he's doing this, um, you know, I don't know. I, you're both really young. He's not mature enough to be in a relationship, okay? He's not. He's too concerned about what his friends think, and uh, yeah, you need to um, you need to go out there and you need to um, really figure out who you are and work on your mental health and your physical health, and uh, yeah, this guy ain't it. Sorry. He ain't it. He hasn't got your back, alright? The fact that you, he said you look like a corpse? Nah, fuck him. That's not your guy, alright? Well, listen kids, happy Monday. 
Send you questions. I had a good time. I had fun. Thank you so much for listening in. Monday, it's always a pleasure. It's always so much fun. I enjoy myself with you guys. Thank you very much. Um, next Monday, we'll be back. Make sure you like, subscribe, you know. I'll catch you crazy kids next week. Make sure you send your questions. I'm out of here. Have a good fucking week. See you next time. I'm shit with goodbye, so I'm just going to cut this off. I'm signing out. Have a good week. Au revoir. See y'all bitches later.